Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Married at First Sight Wrap Up. I'm Asia, and as always, I have my awesome co-host with me, Amy. Amy, how are you doing? Doing good. I just want to get a little more comfortable, so hang on a second. Okay, back to my yoga pants. All right, I'm good. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, you know, that's that's just the comfiest way to go, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Podcast and, uh, uniform. <laughs> <laughs> or a difficult conversation, post-difficult conversation uniform. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to finish my champagne too? Hey, if you're offering, <laughs> definitely. You can have it. Yeah. You can have it. <laughs> so uh, we we are here to talk about episode, oh, where are we at? 14, 15. Episode 15 of Married at First Sight, season 13. But today we have a very special guest with us. Someone who I've known for eight years at this point. Um, really good friend of mine. Uh, also a fellow class of RHAP class of 2020 uh, podcaster. Uh, she has she was most recently on the Wrestling Rehap Up. Uh, so definitely go check that out. Uh, but we have with us someone who is joining us to provide this fresh perspective as a filthy casual of Married at First Sight. So we have Kelsey Razmondi. Kelsey, how are you? Hi, I am so excited to uh, jump into the Married at First Sight world. I had a lot of fun watching this episode and I can't wait to talk about it with you guys. Nice. I'm so this has been a long time coming. I remember when Married when we first started talking about season 12, I was like, okay, so Kelsey, do you watch Married at First Sight? <laughs> and you're like, no, no, no. Um, but but I, I would like to know. So what what's your history with Married at First Sight in terms of, you know, what what you know about it? I watched the very first season back in the day. Um I watched uh, Jamie and Doug and um, still keep up with them and their kids and life on Instagram. And then I did not have access to cable for a while. Um, and so I am this whole season or I'm sorry, not whole season, this whole episode, I kept thinking like this has changed since season one. <laughs> there's a lot that has evolved and uh, more couples and there's a lot of differences for sure. Um, but yes, I, I, 
pretty much I have not watched it since season one. And oh, so wow. I uh, I'm excited um, to talk with you guys and get a little bit more context about these couples. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I love this kind of reality TV. And, you know, now that I have cable back, y'all, I am just <laughs> pumped up to watch to out. Be- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, no, it was really fun to watch for sure. And it made me remember why it was so fun to watch it in season one, just watching these couples try to figure out what to do with this um, intense commitment. And, <laughs> you know, it's 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 just wild. So, yeah, it's, yeah very new to this season but yeah. um it, and the married at first sight that i've already watched uh doesn't really isn't really relevant anymore so right. very very fresh to this fresh perspective that's awesome because we've we've touched on that i mean throughout talking about season 12 mm-hmm. and 13 is how much it's changed from the beginning so i'm really good i'm really gl- glad to hear that you know we'll be able to talk about a little bit of those differences because i mean I don't know if it contributes to the success of the couples, how much it's changed, but it totally, um, I mean, it, 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 it's very, uh, there's so much drama and it feels like it's keeping up with the rest of the drama that's in the reality TV world. So, um, we could definitely dive into that, but before we get started, I do want to shout out a five-star rating we got this week. Um, this comes from Dixie 517, Uh, They said, I love hearing Amy and Asia discuss Married at First Sight. None of my friends watch, so I love getting a chance to hear others' thoughts on the show. As a Houstonian, I had high hopes for the season, but with most of these couples heading downhill, I'm glad these recaps provide some levity to the season. So thank you so much, Dixie517, for leaving us at Five Star Rating. Yeah. Um, And if any of you listeners want a shout out on this podcast, definitely go leave us a five star rating. We do finally have our our own Married at First Sight feed. Um, So you can search for that wherever you listen to your podcast, or you can just go to robhasawebsite.com slash M-A-F-S feed. So that's maths feed. So awesome. Um, so we will jump right in. Um, this, this was an episode. It wasn't as great as the last one, mm. but, you know, it was an episode. We went on a few different, veered on many different journeys. Yeah. I was. Uh, and you shared that, that, that Twitter. It was the maths account that put it out, right? Where it like teased mm-hmm. a multiple choice, like one of these couples or one of these um, individuals says that they spent the night at an ex's and I was like on edge the whole time like who's it gonna be and then I kind of figured out halfway through but (laughs) right right. (laughs) exactly and and I thought it was interesting they put that out because I did that did actually get me excited for the episode because they said like who admits to spending the night at ex's house and the the choices were Ryan Rachel Michaela or Johnny I was like oh it absolutely could have been any of them Right. And I like how it says it says admit because hey, probably some of these other ones have, but they didn't admit it. Right. (laughs) They're like, I'm not gonna talk about that. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Just leave that on the 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 hush hush. Um but yeah, this episode fifteen. So this was about them visiting each other's childhood their their past basically so their childhood homes or looking at pictures and then also dr pepper starved the show she was all throughout it they heard our cries they heard us complain all season long about how the experts are nowhere and dr pepper said hey i'm here (laughs) she put her work in this time around i mean 
Kelsey, you probably have seen her do a lot more work, but they definitely slack now in these later seasons. And so to actually see her be back to back in episodes, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, this works. I yeah, I appreciated the Dr. Pepper part of it. I I wasn't aware that it wasn't like a frequent. Yeah, so I was like, okay, cool. She's she's still involved. She's given some help, and I also loved that it was in Houston. What I would have would have appreciated as while they were going around the city was like a map, and like you know how on um your phone like find my friends, there's like a blue dot or whatever. Yeah, I I would want to know what part of Houston they're at, and all these like childhood homes and like empty lots and lakes and (laughs) everywhere that they were. I'm like, where in the city are you right now? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So for those that don't don't know, Kelsey is also in Houston. So there have definitely been uh, restaurants or places that they've been throughout the season. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I know that place. Um, (laughs) So um, like one episode, Mirla had 25 cent martinis. And and so I was like, where did she get that at? And it was at Brennan's of Houston. So I was oh, like, no way. Yeah. I just went there for a bachelorette party. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's they, so good. <laughs> right. So apparently they do that on like, I think it's like a Tuesday through Friday around lunchtime. So it's like not a popular time that people are really drinking martinis. But if you happen to be off and you are ready to, you know, get lit, that, that option is there. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um, So the first couple that we're going to dive into is a couple that kind of left off on a a cliffhanger um, on the last episode with couples retreat with uh, with one of them leaving the retreat early. Uh, We have Zach and Michaela. So we kind of it's an interesting dynamic because we find out that they haven't talked since the couples retreat. But Zach has requested a meeting with Dr. Pepper and he wants it to be separate from Michaela. What were you thinking here, Amy, about like what his intentions were? I thought it was going to be like the, so we're getting divorced. So let's just, Mm -hmm. I want to end this early. You know, I'm trying to think of the season where um, Derek and was it Heather where they got, they broke up very early. I think they were the first to kind of do that. But kind of that situation. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Did did they provide enough context for you, uh, Kelsey, in in regards to like why Zach and Michaela were in the state that they're in right now? Well, I think it helped listening to y'all's last episode talking Mm -hmm. about the big fight they got in um, last week whenever they were in Chapel Hill. By the way, great blue bonnet location if you ever Mm -hmm. need to take pictures. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I was really confused a little bit with his attitude. I I wrote here that, you know, he wanted to get divorced and still date. And I was like, does he know what show he's on? Like, (laughs) you are married first and then you date your your spouse after that, you know, but um, um, no, it it was interesting watching them all like or watching them try to figure out how they feel after the blow up last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we we find out that, you know, like so he's catching Dr. Pepper up and he's like he realized in the moment that she freaked out when they were having a conversation outside at the retreat um, that when he when he was saying that thing of like, OK, maybe if we're not married and we can date, things will be different. 
that he realized he does not want to do this with her anymore. He's like, in that moment, I realized I don't want to do this anymore with Michaela. And he even when he left, he called his ex-girlfriends to ask them about how he handles conflict. And they all agreed that he avoids it and just doesn't cause a scene. He's like, so from that, I know that she's the one causing the scene anytime we have like a, a big blow up. So he like got to, he got a little validation here. Um, but I don't know if that's totally true. That's also not a positive way to handle conflict either, though. Yeah. Like, you can't be pointing at Michaela and say she handles conflict poorly because she blows up, like retreating and like you're not you're also not mm-hmm. like addressing the issue if you're doing, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's, it's interesting that it's like, so she's the problem. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> period. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of been his attitude. Um, they're definitely he's definitely not overacting, thinking that she does blow up. That definitely happens. We've seen it in, you know, oh, all the flashbacks. Yeah. Yes. But I think early on, even when things were good, he kind of started this narrative like you you overreact, you you blow up, and that's fundamentally who you are, and this is not gonna mm-hmm. work out was kind of like second week in was kind of doing that. Yeah. So, and where she had the one instance where she thought that he was leaving, like left the apartment and headed out. So she kind of moved out. So she kind of overreacted, overstepped and kind of jumped to conclusions about Mm -hmm. him just not texting her back. And they were so new to the relationship. So I can see where um, he's almost looking for that validation on that behavior you know it's like you would go to someone yeah wanting the specific answer they're going to give it to you exactly i mean and we're going to see that with uh, another couple <laughs> later <More> severely, yeah. <laughs> johnny <laughs> but um, but yeah it's like if you are you know and 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 it, i mean i will say it is kind of it's a good thing in a way that he does have this type of relationships with ex-girlfriends that they would be able to have a a conversation like this. That means like he hasn't had past relationships that have ended on bad terms. So this toxic nature of him and Michaela's relationship is not a norm for him, at least Um, is kind of what I took from it. I could be kind of, I could be off, but that's kind of what, what I took away by him being able to consult with them. I did think it was funny, though, whenever Dr. Pepper, like, so he's sitting down with Dr. Pepper before Michaela is a mm-hmm. part of it. And so Dr. Pepper, I liked how she was asking, like, had to convince him, like, she's yes. like, listen, how about what What if we just brought Michaela in and we all talked? And he's like, no. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what if we all talk? Yeah. And he's like, OK. <laughs> it's just like she said she was already saying that he's like, she really convinced me. It's like, right. She just said the same thing again. You talk to me and I'll tell you what she's saying and I'll speak for both of you. It's like, yeah, that's what that means. Whenever all three of you are going to talk. Right. Right. Yeah. I I liked how she uh, the vocabulary. Let's triangulate this where you talk (laughs) to me. I'll tell her what you said. She talks to me and I'll tell you what she said. And he's he's pretty easily convinced because his whole reason for wanting to do the separate meetings in the first place was like, I can't do this with Michaela right now. But Dr. Pepper, you know, she (laughs) she is a very convincing person in Zach's eyes to us. She said the same thing, right? (laughs) It's really she like mommed him like, no, we're going to. Yes. 
This is what's best. We're Pat gonna. on the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, baby. Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah. So then he's convinced and Michaela comes in. Question. Was she just how? How did this work? How why was she on standby to be able to just enter this conversation? <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why it was so easy to convince him because it was already in the works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe it was that she had visits scheduled with all of them. And then because he said mm-hmm. something like, I've asked Dr. Pepper to come and speak to us separately. Maybe it was like, really, the narrative is the truth behind it is she's coming. And then he requested through producers to, have, mm-hmm. to not do it together, to do it separately. And they're just kind of like, well, she only has this time yeah. slot. So, right. You know, like we can split <laughs> yeah, it up so between the gonna... two of you. But they were, yeah, gave her that goal. Like, Dr. Pepper, you have to get them in the same room. Right. <laughs> Maybe they were going to swap out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Team, like, my turn. Um, or so he thought. <laughs> right. So Michaela comes in to join the conversation, to have this triangle conversation. And Michaela brings up her issues with abandonment. And she's like, he left. He knows my issues with abandonment. And he left. After I asked him not to leave. And then, you know, what they should have had was at the bottom of the screen, a little asterisk saying, but she told him to leave repeatedly. <laughs> and then that's exactly what he did and then she got mad and then asked him not to leave <laughs> yes when they showed that clip of um, last episode where she's like go home bye Three to one right away I was like uh oh <laughs> right. but why didn't he bring it up he just, I mean, I don't know. If he's like me and you're in the middle of a fight, you're just so flustered. Like, I feel like I think of all the right things to say afterwards. <laughs> mm. So he probably left being like, shoot, I should have said all like I should have brought that up. But yeah. if he's right. like me in the moment, you're just like, I'm trying not to cry because I feel so many emotions. <laughs> right. And I guess I mean, it is true that she she did, you know, tell him not to leave. But it was after the three different times of you know, yes. him to go. So I, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh, it was so weird because it's like, yeah, he he does get so flustered. So I could definitely see that, Kelsey, because he did so flustered, or like he gets he's overwhelmed with with feelings in these conversations with her because he's just like, oh my gosh, how was this happening? Like there are do, too many things to address to say the right thing, right, uh, or or to say what he should say. Um, and so Michaela brings up how she's reached out to him to say she loved him and he didn't respond. She's like, or she didn't, he didn't respond. And then she says, like, I threw her Hail Mary and there's just not anything else I can do. Um, and he's just always trying to paint me as a crazy person. And, you know, you have Dr. Pepper translating this and, and, you know, Zach basically says like, okay, well, well, wait, before you go on, I've reached my limit. I hope that we could have a conversation, but today is not that day. And so he gets up and leaves and Michaela's like, this is a prime example of him abandoning me. And she is not focused on the route. That's my problem. Like she's just seeing him leaving. That's the problem rather than wait, wait, I kind of reacted a little, you know, like Zach's not perfect by any means. His way of of communicating has, has not proved to be the best. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Michaela's taking accountability for her actions. Yeah, she came in like a totally different person. I don't remember yeah. seeing her talk like this to anyone, not even when she was being interviewed initially mm-hmm. to be cast. It was just 
I see Dr. Pepper. This is what I've been dealing with. And it's just so calm and just like so beleaguered and defeated. And it's, you know, where, where is she coming from? Like, how can you even respond when she looks like a totally different person? But if they don't come in with like video clips of like, this is what you did. (laughs) Um, You know, we know um, it seems like all these experts have been coached to say, we do get reports, you know, so mm-hmm. that we can say, that, okay, they do know what's going on. But who knows what these reports look like? You know, if you're reading just a bulleted list that a producer prepared and they might right. conveniently leave certain things out um, so that the experts don't say, hey, I've got to come in sooner or something. But, mm-hmm. you know, they just say like, uh, Michaela got upset that Zach left early and maybe they didn't say that she she told him to go, you know, in, the, in those mm-hmm. notes. And you're not getting the tone. You're not getting like the the full the foosball table being moved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems like he got up. I feel like what he was so frustrated about was whenever she, because of what you said, Asia, like did not take accountability for anything mm-hmm. that she had done. And she, and she said, he has no evidence of me reacting <laughs> badly to him. And after we just watched the clip of like <laughs> the entire last episode, I was just like, oh girl, no, like, no, there, you're, you're on a show. There's, yeah. there's so much evidence. There's visual and audio evidence. <laughs> like we have full volume. We have cl- H- HD vision on what happened. And they like have a security that- camera footage. They have every kind of evidence he would need. He has yeah. of this. Does she not know that there's cameras when, is it like the, the bachelor in paradise situation where um, right. they forget that they have cameras just posted around the rooms. It's not always when the right. camera guys are there. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's uh, just like, she completely forgot she's on a show. It's like she resorted to, I'm just going to say something and you can't prove that I'm wrong because you don't have anything to show for it. But it's, it's like, no, 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 no. But, <laughs> but we can. do. Yeah. We, yeah, he can in this situation. Maybe you've been able to say that in the past, but not today. <laughs> what I took from her attitude. So like I'm coming in, not really knowing these people very well, just mm-hmm. pretty much from this episode and like some of the last. But I with her like demeanor, her calm, stoic, like a soft voice and everything. What I was assuming was that she had just um, emotionally had to cut him off. Like it seemed like she was so hurt by him. And I like, it seems like it's very clear that she's not taking any responsibility of what she Mm -hmm. has done, but that she, it seems like she has been hurt by him. And so what I assumed was going on was that she was just like, I can't have any emotions at all because I've had to shut that part of our relationship off because of how badly I'm hurt by this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can definitely see that because this isn't like, like you were saying, Amy, this isn't the same Michaela we've been seeing. So it's mm-hmm. like she shifted gears to protect herself, like completely put a wall up because Kelsey at the beginning of the season, like this was the first couple to consummate their marriage. Like they oh, okay. hit it off hot and heavy. And then he got COVID. So then they couldn't enjoy oh. the honeymoon together. Yes. he positive. Yeah. <laughs> so then when they got, he came back, they kind of had to pick up where they left off and then realize they have different argument styles. And then here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it seems so, like he was doing that too, like protecting himself by mm-hmm. leaving of just like, I'm overwhelmed and yeah. she shut down emotionally and he just left. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's kind of hard because they're both, I think they're both stubborn. I think that they could admit that they're stubborn. And so I think it's hard to meet in the middle 
Um, because like, okay, with her, we do find out that she had a panic attack when he left. And so she starts crying with Dr. Pepper and saying like, I haven't felt this way since my dad died. And um, like Zach leaving meant death for her. And so she, I think she's, she's trying to convey that like this hurt her more than somebody storming out because of an argument. Like she saw him leaving the retreat as like the ultimate end to their relationship. And so I think it's kind of, well, I mean, she's still texting that she loved him and he didn't respond, but it's just, I don't know where they go from here without, I mean, and I, and I thought Dr. Pepper would be the best person to interve- intervene, but they're so far down this path of just destruction. I don't know where they go. <laughs> and I was wondering if like when she said it meant death, if it was also part of it, like the fear kicked in that he could get in a car accident or run into some trouble. I listened to another podcast, um, Alter Call. Where they talked about, you know, him being a black man driving in the middle of the country at night. Yes, that, not, that's not probably a, a big concern. Um, so maybe it was something like she didn't think until she like when she's saying it, it's one thing like, yeah, just get out here. It's fine. And then like the reality set in when she's outside, like, wait, I don't want him driving. And like, it's not because she was saying it's not safe. And so like that fear of like a loved one, someone you care about dying or getting in trouble or having some problem. And, but she couldn't really like, I think express it. And so it's just her shouting at Ryan, like, Ryan, you do something. And mm-hmm. um so I was wondering if it's like part of that too, like it meant it's the end, but know. also like the like death, like he's in danger. Oh, I don't know. I didn't even think about, I mean, like I definitely, I know we talked about like the safety factor, like that was not safe at all to be leaving. Um, because that, I mean, he's basically like in the middle of nowhere, you kind of have to go through some um, like the, like, I guess it's not the city mm-hmm. <laughs> basically. You know, it's like on the outskirts. Um, And so, you know, it was dangerous. I just, yeah, I wish she would have, yeah, I still don't, I wish she would have been on unfiltered because I still don't, yeah, I don't know what she meant by that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. 
What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So then we find out that night he called her and asked for a closure meeting. So now they are back with Dr. Pepper. So here we are with two scenes from them, both with Dr. Pepper. And that was all the content we got from them. So they sit down with Dr. Pepper and Zach's goal is to just walk away from this with some lessons learned. And Michaela says like, she's fought for this. Um, she just feels like her passion has been misconstrued and she's given this her all. And he was like, I put in as much effort as you did. I don't want you to walk away from this thinking I didn't put in any effort. Um, I, th- I feel like they're kind of looking at this like tit for tat. Like, I don't think it's one put in more effort than the other. I also don't think that either one put in all the effort that could have been given because of how petty things have gotten. I don't know. Who did you think was right in this situation, Amy? Yeah, it's hard to say. It's just it's just such a mismatch. I think there's not really coming back from it right now. So um, mm-hmm. I do think they both put an effort in their own way, um, but it never lines up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like it goes back to like love languages, like the language that you want to receive. Sometimes you give and that's not what the other person is looking for or like appreciates. And yeah, I, it, it, I, again, I don't know these people that well, but it does seem like they are mismatched in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of frustration watching it, just being like, y'all just, y'all need to like be a little vulnerable with each other. I don't know. It seems like everybody just wants the other person to be wrong and on their page. And they're not making a lot of effort to be on the other person's page and like under, like have any like empathy. Mm-hmm. But I, I did get a little bit of whiplash from Zach, like how enthusiastic yes. he was to like hang out with her and like all this stuff. And like it bothered me that the last episode, like he wouldn't even return her phone call. And this time he's like begging. I'm sorry, not last episode, the last clip, like the very first mm-hmm. clip of Dr. Pepper. He's like not returning her text messages. She's saying, mm-hmm. I love you. He's not even responding. And this time he's like, uh, so we're going to like hang out right away. Right. Like <laughs> We're going to go somewhere right now. Yeah, I was just like, where are you in this? Like, are you into her or not? Yeah, I definitely felt Michaela when she was like, see what I'm confused. Yeah, it's like his his defense mechanism, I feel like similar to kind of Gil. Gil's default is to joke around. Right. And I feel like Zach, he is like, I think he thinks his way out of things. It's just like, okay, maybe we can get a laugh out of this, which I mean, that that does make things less uncomfortable but in this situation it was it was way too soon like y'all literally were just saying that you know like you're you're basically talking about your marriage coming to an end you know and he's now saying like okay let's talk let's let's talk right after this but one thing that like caught me off guard too was him saying you know if it takes like me saying yes on decision day for us to have a conversation and that's what i'll do that was like, crazy. That's not it. <laughs> yes. And she was not into that either. Mm-hmm. She's no. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I want you to say yes because you want to say yes, not as like a condition to us just having a conversation. And, you know, and then let's say they ultimately decide like, no, we're not right for each other. Then what was the point? Yeah. And the show's that not going to let him do that. You know, it's like this. Yeah. You can't change the rules to what our decisions mean, you know? Right. If you're going to do that, you have to kind of. Like, there definitely are couples in the past, like, especially, like, the, I don't know, like, 
I feel like for several seasons there, it was like, let's just say yes on decision day and like then quietly divorce mm-hmm. after this. Yeah. Yeah. But he, and he, and he was saying like, okay, whether I say I want to stay married or stay or get divorced, that's not going to change our future. I'm like, well, you need to talk to the creators of this show because they have a different idea. Like it was, it was getting more into the concept of the show as opposed to him and Michaela's relationship. I was like, that's neither here. That's not what's important right now, Zach. Um, And he's, he's, he's seen her. He knows her like this is, mm -hmm. he knows her personality at this point. Like it's like whenever she was all invested, he got all of the emotions at that point. Like she was in, her heart was in, her brain was in, her emotions were in. And a little bit of that was explosive. It seems like, but then whenever she backed off and kind of cut him off emotionally, he's like, Oh, let's try over. Let's start this over. Let's try again. And it's like, no, she's cut you off. It's not that she's changed. She's just stopped being invested in you. So the effort of trying to be in the relationship more, that doesn't make any sense. Like if if y'all aren't compatible, you're not compatible. Exactly. And I mean, at this point she says she's found closure. So it's like, I mean, Dr. Pepper called it out. She's like, y'all are, y'all switch roles now. Whereas you were done our last meeting and she was the one trying this time. You're the one trying and she's done, you know? And so, um, yeah, it ends with Dr. Pepper telling them, hold hands, agree to talk further about this. He said his door is open today, tomorrow, a year from now, whenever she wants to talk. And he just starts basically flirting, saying like, okay, where are we going to go after this? We're going to go after this. Um, so we can talk. And that's yeah, not fair at all. It's totally toying with it's like it's totally toying with her emotions. It reminded me of whenever parents have y'all seen this, like whenever kids are fighting and the parents make them wear a giant, like extra large T-shirt so they can like sit close to each other. And hopefully like the tension dissipates. Like Mm -hmm. that's what I was thinking when Dr. Pepper's like, "Okay, now hold hands. Just just (laughs) touch hands. Listen to me. Just I promise this is we, we have to come on, guys. Touch hands. Say you'll talk again. Okay, great. I want to know more about her husband. Right. <laughs> so my husband's taught me. Like, is he also yeah. a therapist? Or <laughs> she had to do a lot of convincing this episode mm-hmm. with them specifically. I'd love to see her and Big Brother. See how she Ooh. tries to how how she tries to uh, <laughs> convince people to do things instead of a celebrity Big Brother. How about it's only contestants or coaches from Married at First Sight, right? That would be uh, I guess contestants is the wrong word. Couples, yeah, <laughs> they're they're real people, Kelsey. Oh, I keep forgetting. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is it that's all we got from Zach and Michaela. Um, we do see on the next time on though that. Michaela, so they're going to be talking to their loved ones. It's one week out from decision day. And so Michaela was telling her sister like, yeah, then Zach asked me to come stay the night. And she's like, did you stay the night? Michaela was like, basically said, yes, she did stay the night with Zach. Oh, I thought that was a flashback. No, it's a, that's, that's coming up. up next week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Michaela and Zach. <laughs> it's just, what, what are they doing? Is that it a roller coaster me. that I don't want to be on? Like a toxic, like first relationship like in high school or something mm-hmm. like we're just like we're broken up oh no can we get back yeah. together and like oh don't you just want to come stay over yeah yeah exactly so we are going to write them one being they're definitely getting divorced on decision day five being they're definitely going to stay married so amy where would you rate them 
made them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> made or rate. Okay, we came up with a new reality show. Like, give me the concept. Right. We got the title. <laughs> um, they already handled the mating, it sounds yeah. like. Right. Um, well, now Zach has thrown this new wrench into it because he's like, well, I'll say yes and it will mean this. So <laughs> yeah. maybe that should bump it up to a two, but it's still a one for me. Mm, okay. I'm going to go with a two. Only because this couple, they are so hot and cold. It's very likely that by decision day, they'll be on a, let's see what's going to happen. Like, you know, things could be good. Totally forget, just complete amnesia to the previous eight weeks. So I don't think that they're above that at all. So I'm going to go with it too. Uh, What about you, Kelsey? I was thinking too, also, I mean, if this episode ended differently, I feel like there would, like, I don't think it should be a two. I think they should, you know, not be matched together, it seems like. But uh, I'm I'm with you, Asia. It sounds like um, there's a chance. So two for me. We might have to do that um, uh, in the, like, the reunion podcast, Amy. Like, maybe we rate their ability to stay together like for whatever couple stay together we could do one last rating of like their likelihood of going the distance right which is wild to think about for marriage but because you think oh marriage is solid (laughs) not with marriage at first sight Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so next couple that we're gonna dive into is Another chaotic couple. I mean, I at this point, Everybody. are we five for five? <laughs> right. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're gonna go with Johnny and Val. So so Johnny and Val didn't really talk at the retreat, right? Um, so Kelsey, what did you think about them for for what you heard about the retreat? I was so confused with this couple because I was thinking surely something huge had to have gone down for them to not even want to talk to each other, specifically um, him to not want to talk. Like I I was so confused and I am dying to know what are the levels I need to know (laughs) specifically what is allowed to be discussed in level one, because it sounds like (laughs) hi, good night. Yeah, I just. I don't know what each level entails and I would really love a detailed description so that I knew for the future. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I was so confused about them. What went down in their past to make them at such odds with each other? Yeah. So, um, we can probably tag team here, Amy, cause it's, it's, uh, it's hard to summarize, but basically he seems so mad at her specifically. <laughs> yes. I, it, which it doesn't make sense. Basically, it all boils down to they he went to UT. She went to U of H. They knew each other because they were both the president of the B- Vietnamese Student Association. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then they walked down the aisle and like, oh, my gosh, I know you. Like, <gasps> you should watch I, their wedding just for like it was yeah. so magical. That sounds like so romantic. Yeah. Right. Like they're meant to be together. Right. And then things just go downhill because at the honeymoon, they start having deeper conversations sooner than the other couples because uh-huh. they, at this point, they feel like they know each other. And Johnny just basically realizes over the past weeks, like starting at the honeymoon, is there, there are many things about her that he does not find attractive. And he has vocalized those to her. Ugh. He's told her he doesn't like the way that when she gets excited, she's childlike. He doesn't like the <gasps> way that... Yeah, he doesn't like the way 
she does it, it i mean it's it's everything you're gonna criticize the way someone experiences joy <laughs> yes <laughs> yes what the heck literally mm-hmm. um there are many things about bow that he doesn't like uh he doesn't like that how she is uh, when they do dates she he doesn't like the way she explains things when they're with the other couples like she's like yeah i cook gourmet meals he's like no we cook gourmet meals together <gasps> she's lying Um, so he thinks she's manipulative he thinks she's lying and um and so it's it's really it's really a him trying to find it out without being at fault oh my god um he told her like you know don't you think if 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 i was attracted to you don't you think we would have been together if i was attracted to you back you know when we first met he said that yes (laughs) i wish i wish these were all things that were like oh behind i mean no one wishes he would say that, but I wish these are things he would have said behind closed doors. But no, she has heard 90 percent of the things he has said. Is there anything else you could think of, Amy? <sighs> Not off the top of my head. Yeah, it's, I, like, it's like you want to you want to forget it. But <laughs> yeah. this is so shocking to me because watching this couple, I'm watching them and I'm thinking like there must have been some like serious infidelity going on. There must have been like maybe like a altercation at one point like somebody must have wronged someone to like the utmost issue you know and yeah. like that y'all can barely tolerate each other this some something awful must have happened that I just missed and I was confused why there wasn't like a flashback or like yeah. <laughs> remember whenever um this person tried to uh push you out of a moving vehicle that was awful like, like right. something so bad i was waiting for that explanation and so the fact that johnny just isn't into her so vocally uh-huh. and so um like terribly like okay i have my feelings have now changed about this because i thought surely she had done something wrong for him to treat her this way and it does not sound like that's the case he just doesn't like her personality and he's mean about it and didn't give her a chance mhm mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's literally what it boils down to. Um, And so, yeah, it 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 does suck. Why did you sign up for this then, dog? Right, exactly. Um, Johnny, yeah, because he wants to go back to level one, so we could we could do that. So level one, it almost sounds like level one is. And did he say this? He he was the one that said level one because I heard her explain that to people, but I didn't know if he was the one that, that said, through, let's go back to level one. Through an expert? Was that like mm, the, one of the experts? Maybe when they up? talked to Dr. Uh, Dr. Viviana. Um, or Pastor Cal. It was kind of like, you guys have to still have conversation. I think it was came right. from somewhere, but it's a very it, it's like not all the experts speak the same language. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it means something to, to bow, I guess. Right. Small talk, I think. It, yeah, yeah. Like the the getting to know each other phase, I guess. But it's all they're like it's not even stranger level. It's like person I I would just want to be cordial with because if I have to communicate. Yes, exactly. Because it's not it's like I like like Bao said, she's had deeper conversations with strangers than she has with Donnie right now. Um and and so that that's what's the most frustrating is because it it does feel as if Johnny in this relationship, whereas I feel like if we had to compare who's more at fault, like with Michaela and Zach, I feel like, you know, Michaela has a lot of um, they both have a lot of growing to do. But, you know, you kind of look at, OK, who's done more? 
um, with Johnny and Bao, it feels like Johnny's the one who has been the bigger detriment to the relationship because of his inability to just give Bao a fair shot. <laughs> so, and then in that not fair shot to treat her so poorly, yes. to make mm-hmm. such terrible like mm-hmm. assumptions about her character. Yeah. Exactly. That's awful. Mm-hmm. So haven't been the biggest Johnny fan. Not going to lie. Um, so, well, add me to that mailing list. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so on this episode, uh, she she asked him how, you know, the, the trip went or like how he felt the trip went. And he was like, yeah, the weekend was good. And uh, that was it. He was like, they had no deeper conversation about anything. And I guess it's because there's a, they are just deciding to avoid any type of conflict, but it was a pointless scene. <laughs> yeah, I wrote my notes are barely talking at all. Clearly, don't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Which for a while, Bao was still trying. She's still. This is my husband. I'm going to do what I need to do because I think that the, we're matched for a reason. Like there, this had, didn't happen by chance like of all people to be matched with she's matched with a guy that she knew previously you know with how big the world is and uh, she just reached her breaking point she finally realized her worth uh, the last 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 episode she finally realized she doesn't deserve to be talked to the way she has been um, and she's like look I've had enough I can do better <laughs> um, she does not yeah yeah I'm so sorry that you share a university with him Asia <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is that is sad. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's 35. So we were definitely there at different times. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we are only they're only about two to three degrees of separation because I'm friends with a person who is whose brother is really good friends. <gasps> I know that's exciting. Wild. Yeah. The world just is, is, is small. <laughs> um. Oh, speaking of a small world, I found out that Dr. Viviana goes to the same gym I go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I go to a fitness studio called Spanga. Shout out to Spanga. Ooh. Uh, it's a 20-minute spin, 20-minute strength, and 20 minutes of yoga. And Dr. Viviana posted a picture of her at Spanga. And so, I mean, there's only two locations that she could be at since I feel like she does live in Houston, Houston, and not like on the outskirts. Um, so if I ever see her, I will let y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> that is exciting. Yes. <laughs> um, you need to create, so, create like five business cards <laughs> that are for the podcast. Yes. <laughs> with your <Yeah>. contact <laughs> info. <laughs> but if you ever spot any of these people, then you'll be like, oh, here, I have a podcast. <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Or you you should go there at the same time as her and then like not talk to her, but then walk out near the same time and have someone planted to run up and be like, oh my gosh, I love Married at First Sight. But instead of talking to her, they talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get to explain, oh my gosh, I do a podcast about Married at First Sight. Have you heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> right. That would be hilarious. Um, but I guess on that same note, I went to the World Series game on Tuesday. And I just happened to be look, the, the whole time I was watching the screen, but I had this moment. I happened to be looking down at my phone and my roommate was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That was Gil. Like, what? No. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, yes, that had to be Gil. That was Gil on the Jumbotron 
at the uh, at the Astros World Series game. So I uh, really wish I would have seen that. Oh my <laughs> uh, my so roommate fun. spotted him. Yeah. Then I was also thinking that Rachel might be there because she went to the last World Series and she talked about how she went alone. So I feel like she may have gone this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe with Jose. Who knows? <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> they were all just there. Right? Like the whole cast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah. So back to Johnny and Bao. Uh, let's see. So Johnny took Bao to his house that he grew up in he was lived there up until a few years ago he showed her a few childhood photos and he admits to us that he does have daddy issues <laughs> so i uh, just showed because his dad left uh, when he was younger he said he didn't have his dad to show him how to be a man and be a husband uh he read a letter to his younger self about forgiving his father and he thinks if it was up to his dad, like his parents would still be married. And we find out that the reason that they ended or not the reason that they ended, but when his dad, when I guess the last ditch effort for the marriage, his dad flew his family out to L.A., found a house, was like, look, we can start over here, start over here. And his mom was like, no, nope, we're not doing it. She said, never come back. Um, and so, yeah, his dad still to this day has not been back to Texas. And so this kind of really helped shape that relationship that we see with his dad. Like we saw early on uh, that he, his dad did not approve of him getting married at first sight. And so this was a full circle moment that we talked about earlier in the season. Right, Amy? Yeah. I mean, we thought we would see them meet, you know, because Bao was like, I'm determined that he's, yeah, I'm going to win him over. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She said this did give her a better idea of like who Johnny is now, which it gives us all a better idea as well, because he's he's probably trying to figure out this. He's doing this, trying to figure this out without having an influence, like an influence to reference. And so that's why we see him um because that's how we see him doing a lot of trial and error things, I guess, or what he thinks is right for him. Uh, because Bao, Bao does say that her parents have been married for a while, right? Yes, I think I have it written. Was it 50 years? Yeah. OK. Mm-hmm. It's something. Like, yeah. So she like she has that perception of marriage, like marriage is lifelong. Yeah. Whereas Johnny, he he realizes, which I was glad he showed us this realization that because his parents got divorced, he sees divorce as being an easy thing. Like, oh, I can just get divorced, which I feel like that applies to all five couples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, it applies to so many that just come in like, oh, I if it doesn't work out, I'll just get divorced because they have to consider that possibility. Mm-hmm. So they have to all be OK with it because you don't know who you're going to get matched with. So they all have to be like. I'm okay with having a divorce on my record. It's going to be something I tell at parties or something. Icebreaker yeah. games. I got married at first sight. Mm-hmm. You'd have to bring it up, I feel like. That has to be one of the more interesting things at that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, I, it did make me feel for him hearing this context. I, you know, there's a little bit of frustration, not a little bit from what y'all told me. There are, there's a lot of frustration from where, how Johnny's behaving, but it does make me also feel for him because of, um, I, he said, uh, he just, he wants to be happily married, but he isn't. And I believe him. I believe that he wants that. It just, mm-hmm. it feels like he doesn't know how to get out of his own way. Oh, you 
verbatim said everything we've said throughout the season. He is in his own way 100% of the time. Yeah, because she seems super willing to figure it out with him. And it seems like he's the one that's kind of just been like, no. Mm-hmm. And it, there was a moment um, with her uh, lot of where she grew up and everything that she brought him to, where it seemed like he was like almost there. Um, so I was a little bit hopeful that he's like, I understand, you know, I've, I've walked away from relationships in the past and I get where she's coming from, that she sees marriage a different way than I do. And it seemed like maybe he was softening up a little bit. So that gave me a little bit of hope for them. But yeah, it's, hearing about their family dynamics did give more context to their relationship for me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because she so when she took him to the empty lot, her um, the trailer that she lived in growing up. Um, she she said part of her feels like Johnny doesn't deserve to see any of this <laughs> uh, because of everything they've gone through and um, how she feels about their marriage at this point. Um, but yeah, her, the tra- we find out that the trailer that she grew up in was 50 years old when her dad bought it. And she, tell, she tells about all the little antics that she did as a child. And one of them was build straw huts for her Barbies and then light them on fire. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Oh man, Bao is a hoot. <laughs> she, she has this like spicy side that only comes out when she's like having fun. And <laughs> like we I feel like we don't see it enough because she has hasn't had so many of those like highlights with Johnny. But she delivered that line so like dry. And <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, how scared of her should I be right now? <laughs> like we're just burning Barbies. Right. <laughs> just for fun just for fun fun. (laughs) um so she does she writes the letter to her younger self and she starts and she reads it and she starts crying um she said her father lost everything and struggles with ptsd and no one around was equipped to help manage that and help him through it and johnny kind of like rubs her back and it was to the to the level of like what how a coworker (laughs) would probably rub it like if they were trying to console you like a gentle pat on the back, like not too much. Um, but then he does finally, he gives her a hug and while she's weeping and um, she, he says like, you know, something clicked for him that he realizes it's not fair to be expecting as much as he has been expecting. Um, so I'm like, okay, great realization. Uh-huh. But is that going to help you in this marriage where you have a week left? Yeah. It seems like he responded. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Amy. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just say it seems like he responded really well to her, her vulnerability. Um, and I'm not saying that he deserves that from her or anything like that. But I think that it, it seems like that would help um, him a little bit if, if this is how he responds to that kind of conversation and that kind of like opening up to to reveal things about your past that may not have been glamorous, but are true. Mm -hmm. You know, it seems like that was, that was definitely more kindness and more softness than we've seen from either of them, really the, Mm -hmm. during the episode. And so I don't know, I, I feel like for them to grow and maybe have a chance that could be something that she could do possibly, but yeah. I mean, obviously there's a lot of things he could do. Also, <laughs> yeah. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So then they had a uh, doctor. They had a meeting with Dr. Pepper um, where they agreed that they would be at level one where nothing will escalate. Um, And Dr. Pepper kind of added this. So this is just a, this came out of left field. So Dr. Pepper asked, you know, do y'all think y'all have learned everything you need to learn? He's like, well, I think I've learned everything I can learn. Uh, Well, I don't think I've learned everything I can learn, but I think I've learned everything I want to learn. (laughs) What? (laughs) And it turns out, He's talked to her, one of her friends, Sarah, he was talking to her about cars. And then Sarah told him that she wouldn't date Bao and she wouldn't let any of her friends date Bao because Bao is a very controlling person who's going to break you down. So therefore you need her and then rebuild you up in the exact image that um, that she wants you to be. And so now knowing this from Bao's good friend, Sarah, Johnny's like, yeah, now now I don't even want to try. Hey, does Bao like, have a, what? like who has the worst friend Mindy from <laughs> yeah. the DC season or Bao like this is her best friend and is this a friend that we've seen before in one of their like mm-hmm. get togethers because why would she say that about her why is she interfering why is he reaching out to her right I feel I'm like suspicious I, I know it, so okay we do. We did get some clarity from Unfiltered, okay. um, but I feel like if we had seen her on the show, they would have done a flashback to like mm. the wedding or something to show Sarah. Because I was like, wait a second, I don't remember her, nor do I remember her to the point of, I guess, noting her in an earlier episode. But didn't but it make did you think out, like, oh, is there something going on there? Like he's interested in her or something? Right. Or That's she's what I to... thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially because later he's like, I don't want to bring Sarah into this. You know, she. I was like, oh, my gosh, stop. Why are you defending Sarah? But there's some clarity here. He was on Unfiltered. Him and Sarah went to high school together. So Sarah is actually both of their friends. He said he's actually kept up more with Sarah over the past years than he has with Bao. Bao just happens to be one of Sarah's good friends as well. So it was like a mutual friend situation. So I was like, why did they keep painting this? Like Sarah is just Bao's friend rather than, oh, I was talking to my friend and your friend, Sarah. So it was like, hmm, I don't know. Because I'm like, it's it's a convenient story. Like, okay, yeah, probably valid. Yes, you went to high school together. But did y'all have a relationship enough to be able to, like, were y'all friends, you know, at that point? Or was it just like, oh, wow, we've been a, a, in the same, like, community with each other. So now we talk. Um, so I was like, that. It was it was weird. Yeah, it's good to know that context that it was 
somebody that he had known too, but I'm still with Amy that that is still suspicious. I, I don't care if you've been married at first sight. I don't care what the deal is. Do not talk bad about me behind my back with my friends. Like that is not what you do when you're married. Why are you doing that? Like that's, that's, that was so ridiculous whenever he was talking about like, so I talked to Sarah and it's just like, (laughs) what are you doing? Like, apparently you haven't learned everything you want to learn about bow because you're still trying to figure out stuff from her friends. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, talk to her. How about you talk to your wife? You know, like, are there things y'all need to talk about? Then maybe not talk to Sarah. Talk to bow. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I was so mad about that. I was like, you, you do not do that. You do not do that. Yeah, and best friend. A best friend would not <laughs> say, no, you know, at all any of those things. Like, I would not want her to date anyone, any of my friends. Then you're not her best friend. Exactly. Her friend. <laughs> no. Right. I wish Bow was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and FaceTime Sarah in here right now. Well, right. since we're all together, let's let's see if that actually happened. And if it is, we can just settle this right now. Um, yeah, let's get some clarity here. I hope because clearly, comes, I, yeah, I don't have some new friend. friends <laughs> out of the season yes. at least. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. It's like, okay, that's the one thing you learned, Belle. Sarah is not a friend of yours. No. Because no. <laughs> that was terrible. Who did? I literally, I said, I was trying to like think in my head, like, oh, if so and so did, like, one of my friends, if so and so, I couldn't think of a single friend of mine who I call a good friend who would do that. Like, if I'm newly married, they would not badmouth me to my husband. Like, what is that? No. And who is Johnny to have this like moral superiority complex? Like I already know everything I need to know about bow (laughs) while you're texting her friends, like to get like awful information. Like, what are you doing? Why does he think he's so superior? Oh, that, yeah, that that's, that's what he told us a few episodes ago. He said, that's why he has been single all this time because he hasn't settled for less. (laughs) Get over yourself, Johnny. Gosh. (laughs) But, oh, my God, I was shocked when I heard this. this is, I mean, probably, I mean, there are a few shocking moments on this episode throughout all the couples. But that that, that was definitely top three, um, that he just took it upon himself to seek that validation. That's all he wanted. He was just trying to find somebody else to help, you know, justify him wanting out of this. And he's like, oh, talk to Sarah. She She told me all of these things. Well, and that's why it's so disappointing, too, because it came right after that moment of clarity. It's like he was Uh almost there to be able to say, like, oh, maybe I have a role in this. Maybe I've contributed to the bad vibes. Maybe I'm part of the problem and I haven't given her a chance. I haven't been fair. And then to turn around and just be like, nope, I'm not. (laughs) I'm not wrong. You're bad. Right. Sarah said so. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, way to not give her the benefit of the doubt. Way to just, I think it's because he has subtly thought this about Bao. He's wanted to see the worst in her. And he's like, her saying this was just the validation I needed. Rather than if he was actually saying like, okay, this is my wife. I need to, I could tell her so that maybe she can explain herself. I could even see like Jose trying to do that with, you know, we definitely will get into Jose and Rachel, but I could see him giving Rachel the benefit of the doubt if he heard something like this from one of Rachel's friends. But the way Johnny just like, mm, because even Dr. Pepper called it out. She's like, you, you believed, you believed it. Right. So, and Johnny is just like, he's done. He's, he's checked out and bow feels very hurt and betrayed by both sides of them. 
Um, she's crying, saying like she doesn't have many solid female friends. So the fact that Sarah does this hurts even more. Um, and she says she's trying to be accountable for what she's doing. An interesting note <laughs> from Unfiltered. Johnny says he's like, yeah, I thought it was wild that she was saying like she's she she's trying to be accountable for everything she's done wrong because uh he's he because that couldn't be further from the truth and. As he said, further, um, Mirla jumps in and she's like, further from the truth. Like, co-signing Johnny to say that Bao, yes, to say that Bao is not taking accountability for things she's doing wrong. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, what's happening? (laughs) Yes. I'm like, who, what do we not know about Bao? Because he said, like, I'm not saying anymore because it would be so damaging, but I don't trust him as you know, an authority. So like, yes, what, no, he oh, cannot be a character witness. No. So, you know, if he, if there really is something that he's trying to protect her from that, she's doing that, he doesn't want to say, cause it would make her look bad. But the examples he's given before in the past, like so blown out of proportion and just like a really warped view. So mm-hmm. I could see how even just talking to this friend, Sarah, um, he's only giving his perspective. So if you're just hearing what Johnny's saying, you're going to think like, Oh yeah. Like I was not doing any, she's not putting any effort in, you know? Right. <laughs> because that's how he's going to paint it. Yeah. And I, I was so annoyed that Dr. Pepper gave him an out here by saying like, you don't have to talk about it in front of me, but y'all do, y'all should have a conversation to go through the things that Sarah said. Like how come the other people had to triangulate? Right. <laughs> And now Bow and Johnny do not, you know, right. let's be consistent, Dr. Pepper. Right. No, but it's like what you said, Amy, like we, how, how can we really trust him to like be giving accurate information? Like there's, there's no evidence that he's ever tried to give any sort of like extend grace or extending mm-hmm. any grace to Bow. Like there's, mm-hmm. you, you're not proving to try very much at all. And so why would we believe you about her right now? Right. Exactly. Um, I mean, at this I point, liked how she handled it, how Bao handled it. Yes. Bao, she's very composed when it comes to these disagreements. It's like she turns on a switch and she like becomes professional Bao that knows how to resolve, uh, like to, to get to a, like a resolution. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's, def- she's definitely mature, but Johnny sees her as immature because he sees her as a, a child, I guess. I don't know. So don't confusing. Know. Yeah. And it has nothing. It's um, so superficial. It's just like so. Yeah. Her exactly. voice gets a higher pitch and she jumps up and down because she's excited about something. And then it just his mm-hmm. mental like thing. Like that's so like childish. It's nothing like there's nothing about her behavior. That's like a child. Yeah. And Dr. Uh, Pastor Cal even told him, Get hey, that's it. a you issue. Yeah. yeah. He said, that's not Bao's issue. She doesn't need to change how she experiences joy. That's your issue. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> um, so then they debrief Bao and Johnny and um, Bao is saying like, I don't share anything with Sarah because I know how she is. I know she's not going to give me good advice. She's like, she would have told me long ago to get out of this. Um, and Johnny's just like, well, I, when I was talking to Sarah, she told me, if I, do I want to wake up to this? And do I want to go to sleep to this every for the rest of my life? And I said, no. So that's when I realized it's time to walk away. 
And Val's like, okay, well, I'm here. If you want to have a conversation, I'll be here. He's like, well, do you see how you said that? You're trying to put the blame back on me. It's like, you're the one that wanted to leave. Exactly. He's like, he's totally twisting this. He doesn't want any accountability for anything. None. That was really upsetting whenever he said that. It's like, yeah, I did hear how she said that. And the way that she said it is exactly the way that you said it, which is that you are not interested in doing this anymore. And that she basically said, well, I am. If you right. want to talk to me, it's you can't. Like, there's so many. Exactly. There's so many worse things she could have said in that moment. Like, I don't I don't know what yes. he wants from her, honestly. Yeah. I will say another thing we found out on Unfiltered was that Bao has almost been married three times. And what? so Sarah was speaking from the perspective of things that happened in those relationships. Whereas Bao was trying to say, like, on you know, during the episode, like, I know I've made mistakes in the past. That's why I'm trying to do better this time. She's like, Sarah hasn't seen me be patient and understanding and, you know, seeing this through. So she's just speaking through your past. So it's like people shouldn't just be held accountable for past relationships. There is this thing, such a thing as doing better. Growth. Yeah. Growth is a thing. <laughs> yeah, and I do remember yeah. something about that from the matching, you know, that I didn't know it was three, but just I didn't know also to the degree that it's like almost been married. Like that could just be that she was mm-hmm. dating intentionally with like, okay, this is like I'm not dating just to date. I want like somebody that I could see as my partner. And then yeah, we learned she was really picky. So it could just be like getting to that point, like, okay, we're either gonna break up or go to the next step and just deciding like I'm not getting this in XYZ because you know yeah. she had a spreadsheet <laughs> so <laughs> we could see that she was really working on her expectations for marriage and working on herself prior to this process exactly and I have to assume she was so specific because we're looking at her level of commitment like even mm-hmm. when this guy is not giving her anything to work with that she's like well I'm willing to so it's like she wants it to work she wants you know it to work and last and it sounds like she was so picky because she knew she'd have that level of commitment Hmm. yeah exactly <sighs> so that was I feel for her. I do too. I it just it just really sucks when someone's really trying. And we did see a good a very a solid quote from her on the next time on where she says, like, it takes two people to stay in a marriage, but it only takes one to end it. I'm like, yes, Bow. That is so true. <laughs> and Johnny's like, Do you see how she's twisting this to make it sound like I don't want to be married to her? Right. See, you already understand Johnny so well. I wish I didn't. <laughs> he is bugging me. Yeah. So if we get into the ratings, um, where 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 would you rate them in terms of staying married, Kelsey? Um, negative a million. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean if it, if one is my lowest, I feel like it's one. He just isn't working at all towards it like I don't Mm -hmm. I don't see any sort of um showing that he's gonna have a change of heart at all and I agree with her that you know she kind of she does deserve better than that someone that's actually willing to have a conversation with you should be something that everyone deserves to in your marriage like someone that will talk to you I just (laughs) it's so frustrating so I feel like there's no chance that they're gonna be married 
Right. And I mean, and you've been married now for what? I mean, the whole time that I've known you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you knew me. You knew me in my bachelorette days. I the, mean, about yeah, six you months. were engaged already. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So you're you're the experienced marriage expert here. So and I, I'm happy to report that um, my husband does talk to me. I okay. do have Perfect. more conversations than hello. Had a good time. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> You're not at level one. I'm not at level one. Well, freaking uh, Johnny and Sarah are not at level one either. Like, right? how come he's willing to be at level five with Sarah? <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I'm like eight years in and we uh, we have to talk about more than just the weather because of our children, you know, but he's hmm. also not terrible. Like Johnny is so <laughs> terrible. Yes. It's just... Oh gosh, yeah. I I every week I feel like I'm just so over him and he just continues to just prove himself. Um <laughs> but uh, I'm also at a one. What about you, Amy? Yeah, definitely because he's so checked out. He's saying just as much, you know, so yeah. And we are not wanting them to be together at this point. So no. Right. It literally like he if he hadn't talked to Sarah, I could have created an 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 Instagram account called person one, two, three. And I could have DM'd him and said, don't trust Bao. And he would have been like, uh, I just got some very anonymous uh, information that I shouldn't trust Bao so that it's time to walk away. It is time to walk away. He's looking <laughs> for any excuse to get out of this marriage because of his own. Issues. His own, yeah, his own issues, his own view of this. He, to- oh yeah, another thing he told her, Kelsey, was there are times in this marriage he wishes he could have been matched with literally anyone else. Ugh, just uh, and she believe it. Pleasant. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I'm not thinking about her. Like, <laughs> I, I will say, before I knew about all of this, I was reading her as like a bit cold and like not very like um, warm as a person. It didn't seem like. But honestly, like after if somebody was talking to me like that, like I'm really proud of her composure. Like she's only a little bit standoffish. Like, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. That that's so frustrating. It is. It really is. I'm impressed with her composure. <laughs> and to believe it, but like one episodes one through six, we had them at a five. Oh, that much. Oh yeah. my like gosh. they were they yeah, consummated the marriage. Long. They were progressing really what? well. Yeah. Yes. I was expecting that to not have happened with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he literally just that long. Flipped. He just decided flip the switch. No. That's kind of I think where the level one came from. It's like he wanted to take it back to the friend level, but then he didn't even want to be really friendly. Um, right. He had all these expectations for like what their sex life should marriage. be. Yeah. Like what their sex yeah. life should be like and how they had to be flirting throughout the day and building tension. And he was mad that she wanted to have sex too much. And mm-hmm. <laughs> so he and took it off the table. Yeah. It's like, it just got to be too hard to be married and he just didn't want to be married anymore, but he thinks he wants to be married. Right. I'm that's he's so confusing to me. He's he's working the opposite of his own self-interest. Mhm. Exactly. <sighs> and uh I mean and then to throw it back real quick to Zach and Michaela like we were 1 2 2 and with them we were like fives and fours from episode 2 or, or really episode 1 through 7 
we were fives and fours thinking like, okay, they're going to be good. <laughs> but man, we see how that turned out. So. Oh, how the turntables. <laughs> right. How the turntables have turned. <laughs> or the foosball tables. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah. Tough luck for Johnny and Bao. So the next couple, so the next three couples, actually, we didn't get much content, but just a couple of things, really. Um, so Gil, Gil and Mirla. Mm-hmm. So um, with that, <laughs> just got thrown off. Somebody was, um, my roommate's dog is really sneezing. <laughs> like three back to back. Okay, I love dog sneezes. Like yes. dogs, dogs and babies. Like yes. anything little and cute sneezing. You're like, oh, yeah. cute. Right. Oh, bless you. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to do it again with a right. dog. You're like, come on, another sneeze. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and with dogs and babies, you're like, oh, let me get my camera. Hold on, do it again. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um. So with Gil and Mirla, we uh, we 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 got the same thing, you know, with them going to to revisit their childhood. So Gil took her to his old neighborhood. He said it's been 22 years since he's been there. Um, they used to play basketball with shopping carts. Um, he grew up in some apartments and he explains like this is where his dad was shot. So they they came in through the front door. Gil was laying on the couch. They went to his dad, walked out of the bedroom, but went back in, put his back against the door. And then they shot through the door. Six to seven bullets. A couple hit him. Um, they went to the hospital. And 20 minutes later, after being at the hospital, he had found out his dad had passed away. Um, and I think he was about 12. And he said it didn't hit him for two weeks that that like it, it didn't really set in that that's had, what happened. Um, and it, he just expresses the importance of the moment because he's never brought anyone to that location, nor has he gone into detail about what happened. So I thought this was really cool of him to share with her. Yeah, especially since they share that um, similarity with their both their fathers, you know, being killed. So, mm-hmm. although she wasn't, she was an adult when it happened, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Did she, she share? Did she share how that happened in her family? I heard his story, but I didn't hear if she explained. Was it a similar situation with her? It was, uh, let's see, I do believe that, because um, she did go into, well, he went into detail on their honeymoon, um, but did she explain in detail? I don't think so. Not that, no, yeah, not that I can recall. Gotcha. Yeah, I, my first impressions of them, it, it seemed like they worked kind of well together it seems like like especially coming from the last two couples i Mm -hmm. i felt like they were um respectful and Mm -hmm. like actually listening to each other and interested in what they were saying i basic needs like you're explaining basic (laughs) just human decency they have which is awesome (laughs) Ah, you know it's a low bar right now honestly (laughs) Um, but no, I liked them. I liked, I liked him a lot too. Um, and it was cool to hear that they, they do have a lot of overlap with their stories. And, um, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really good that they, at first I was like, oh, kind of cheesy. They're taking them back to like their childhood homes. Like, 
I don't know. I, I it was like a gimmicky a little bit, but then I realized like, okay, well it's, it's allowing a space for vulnerability where maybe people that have a harder time to open up or don't really know where to start. It's giving them that launching point to be able to, um, share something intimate or vulnerable about their past, their family, whatever. So I liked that they were able to get a little bit more context about who they are as people and everything. So I, I liked, I liked watching them interact because it, again, um, just commonplace decency was present with them. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so I did, um, I did enjoy him being vulnerable and explaining it. Um, And, you know, the fact that she's the first person that shows that, you know, it's not he's not taking this lightly. Um, She and she took him to play volleyball because she played in high school. She was still able to wear the jersey she had from 16 years ago. Um, He wore pants. So that wasn't I mean, they're outside in Houston. So (laughs) what (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) Why? Um. And they just play one on one. They had a great time laughing, joking together. Um, And then they just kind of talk about like growing up. And she said, like, you know, not having a car. It was really hard to get to practice and games. But she was really able to find like she was really motivated by playing in sports. And she feels like her and her siblings growing up have made her mom really proud because they've all been pretty successful. And she shows him a picture of her first house. It was one room, had a tin roof, there were four windows. And um, he says like, she's really, she's really worked hard for where she's at and she has no shame for who she is. And he loves that about her. Um, and she kind of explains like, because of where I've came from, like, you know, with showing in the first house, like that's why I like to do what I do now with shopping and spending money. And, you know, I'm spending the hard money that I worked for. Um, and his main takeaway is like, he doesn't want her to forget where she came from. Like he understands how she's gotten to where she is now, but he doesn't want her to forget her roots. Yeah. I, the impression that I got from them is that I feel like he's trying to, or maybe they both are, but we just heard more of his commentary on um, how she acts a little bit entitled or whatever. And or not entitled, maybe that's the wrong word, but like uh, has high expectations, like mm-hmm. the finer things of life, things like that. And it seemed like he's trying to figure out if he likes her personality, but he's, but while giving her a fair shot and being like kind to her, it's like, he's doing it the right way. How Johnny, like is doing it. Like, I feel like Johnny's trying to figure, not trying, he's written bow off, but mm-hmm. that Gil seems like he's just like, giving her space, giving her time, giving her, you know, trying to figure out if he likes her personality or not. And it seems like they have some things that they don't align on and he's um, getting down to the details of like, Oh, well, why do you respond this way? Why are these the things that you like? Um, mm-hmm. Kind of thing. As it, That's at least how it came off to me from this episode. Yeah. They've been that couple. They've been like the couple to root for the past few episodes. Like when you have all the rest of the couples doing their thing, Gil, <laughs> Gil and Mirla have been the the couple to like, okay, well, at least we have Gil and Mirla. Yes. <laughs> but I think this is the first episode in a while that we've kind of revisited this, how, I guess, how important their lifestyles are to this relationship with how different they are because they have great chemistry. They get along really well. 
They have similar sense of humor. And so things have been going really well. They've She's been receptive when he calls out certain things like her getting in a mood and stuff in public. Um, but then, you know, when we get to their conversation with Dr. Pepper, I was just kind of like a little bit like, hmm, I don't know if there are like breath of fresh air anymore. <laughs> so um, he wants to when they talk to Dr. Pepper, he wants tips on how to improve like the smaller things. Uh, he wants her just to be a little bit more optimistic, more open minded um, because, you know, she gets in those moods. And, you know, he says, like, you know, two people that love each other and they correct themselves. So, I mean, two people that are married. And so they get in a conversation about, OK, well, does he love her? He said he had he does. He hasn't said he loves her. She said she has made the choice to love him. And he doesn't want to say it yet because he said it prematurely in the past and he doesn't want to do that with her. And so I think that's fair. They both seem like really mature and like confident people. It seems like they are both really confident in who they are and aren't really looking at the other person to like do something with like to make them better or whatever. It seems like they both like are really comfortable with who they are. And I think that it seems like that's allowing them to, um, to be really respectful to each other. And to, it's like what you said, like, it seems like they play really well off each other and don't get easily offended by each other. And mm-hmm. yeah, now it's just the work of figuring out if your lifestyle aligns, if your, um, if your goals align and all that. Yeah. Did, uh, did, well, Amy, correct me if I'm wrong in the past, they said, didn't he say he was falling in love with her? I thought so. Was that just to us? I know she said something like, I thought he said something when I was leaving, but, you know, I just brushed it off. Cause oh, it yeah, like he did say it like in passing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I guess, okay, I guess he hasn't just flat out said like, I love you yet. Um, so he's still holding on tight to that. Well, um, they're, he said, they're moving so slow. Like, I, I think he's probably holding out until like they're ready to consummate their marriage. Yeah. Okay, so they're not at that point yet. No, she wouldn't even kiss him for the longest. Oh, no. uh, she finally kissed him some point in the middle of the season. And he's like, all right, I got my kiss. We're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're moving slow, but it's it has helped in them developing like a deeper relationship. Mm-hmm. It does seem like they have the most solid that of the couples we've talked about so far, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then they get into finances, um, and they're, they're trying to like, they're trying to prepare for kids in a house and they agree, like they want to put 20% down on a house. And for Mirla, like for saving up for kids means like having enough money to pay for a nanny. And he's like, okay, well, yeah, then you just need to shop a little less. And she's like, well, why do I have to budge on shopping? She's like, in my most recent relationship, um, if I wanted something, they'd be like, okay, let's do it. And not no. So it seems like they're they're they've had this conversation a lot at the beginning of the season of just like her priorities. But they he did finally find out about her, her finances and she saves really well. She just spends on shopping. Um, and I think I think if I make money. I can spend my money on what I want. And I understand that in a marriage, you do have to be more considerate. Uh, but I think that they're finding a hard time finding a middle ground because it's like she just wants to shop a lot and he wants her not to shop rather than, okay, well let's just create a nice budget to like, okay, I'll only buy this many shoes. I think they, they're 
too caught up on the extremes that it's starting to seem like that's a point of conflict. Well, they made a big deal about how she makes more money than him. What are their jobs? So she is like a coach for like administrators of a school. Okay. And he's a firefighter. Oh, cool. They sound like a power couple to me. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I think all of those things are, I mean, it's just these conversations that are necessary to figure out. Like, it's like what he said. It's like, yeah, like we're we're saving, we're we're trying our best, whatever. But if we could get to the, the goal that we want, the reality that we want in two years instead of five years, then why not right. <laughs> pinch, pinch those pennies a little tighter? And I feel like it's just getting on the same page of, okay, what does that timeline matter to us? Like, does it not? I I feel like it's just having those conversations, but I did feel like it was a low blow whenever she was like in my last relationship. I know. I was like, don't compare, (laughs) don't compare. I did not love that. (laughs) I didn't either. Um, cause I, yeah, Mirla's not one to be petty. Like she's not like Michaela by any means in terms of like being petty in a conversation. And I feel like she didn't say it to be petty, But then it was like, I feel like for her saying it in that moment was just like, okay, let me show you an example. But it's like, no, 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 that's not good. It's not like a healthy way to show that example. But like you can say that this is something that's important to me without bringing another person into it. Yeah, exactly. And also Um, those weren't marriage relationships. So it's like, yeah, what do I care if you spend on this or whatever? Exactly. Oh, that's such a good point. That's a really good point because you don't like who cares what your boyfriend thinks about your money? Like it doesn't matter, you know? <laughs> exactly. So that was that was a little rough. Um because it's starting to see that like they I mean, one of them pointed out like we just have different lifestyles. And even on unfiltered after, uh she said, um, yeah, like they have different lifestyles, and so she's just having to uh, see if you know if they can adjust to 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 make it um so so i don't know where 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 would you rate them amy um i still have them out of five i think this is just kind of a natural type of thing to be fighting about at this point they're not Mm -hmm. you know coming to blows over this they're just discussing it and i think you know, it's just kind of something she's clinging to and it looks like it's going to come up next week as well. But yeah, I don't think it's like a make or break thing. Yeah. What did what did they say on the next time on? He was talking about how she maybe looks down on um, people that make less. Mm-hmm. And she was telling a friend that he makes signif- significantly less than her. So maybe he's feeling like she doesn't value him as much. Mm-hmm. It's it's rough because you you feel like or it seems like Gil is confident enough for that not to be an issue. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe Which that maybe, is one little insecurity. It may not affect how he views himself, but it may be important to him to him to feel like he's not marrying someone that doesn't value him. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, because he has said that like multiple like earlier in the season when they were really getting to know each other, he he kept emphasizing he wants to know that she wants to be married to him specifically, not just be married mm-hmm. and just have him as an accessory to like do all the things she wants to do. And so I think that 
words of affirmation. It's probably one of his top two love languages. Um, so I think if, you know, maybe behind closed doors, you know, she's, she is doing a little bit of that. Um, but he needs more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go a four only because I really, I mean, cause I feel like we're, we're getting closer to the finale. We're like, you know, about two or three episodes away. And so, so I j- I'm just concerned that they're bringing this up now rather than them continuing to be smooth sailing. I mean, it could just be, a, you know, an editing thing to like they we have to have something to show of them. Things are too mm-hmm. good. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm still a little bit concerned. Um, what about you, Kelsey? What rating? Yeah, I was going to go with a four, too, just because it doesn't seem like a done deal by any means. They're not saying I love you. They haven't, you know, made it clear that like, oh, yeah, this is probably something we're going to do. Yeah. So it, it seems like there's wiggle room for it to not work, but it also mm-hmm. seems like they work well together. So I do hope that it does. Yeah. OK. Anything else on uh, Mirla and Gil? I don't think so. I'm really hoping to run into Mirla one day. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just, oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I just love how authentic she is. She's unapologetically herself. I just feel like if we could meet and then, you know, just strike up a friendship, that would be great. <laughs> that's that's my goal. Um, so next we're going to go to one of the last two couples. Um just going to go ahead and knock out Rachel and Jose. So these last two couples, so Rachel and Jose and Brett and Ryan both had a key bomb that was dropped. We didn't get much content, but we got something. (laughs) So with Rachel and Jose, they went to his childhood home um, where his parents grew, um, built it from the ground up. He shows a little, some, some glamor shots he took with his sister. So that was very interesting. I took glamor shots. Back in the day, but like with me and like, you know, quote unquote boyfriends at the time, you know, as much as someone could be your boyfriend in like middle school (laughs) (laughs) and then like best friends and stuff. But I don't have any glamour shots of my brother. (laughs) I definitely do. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I have a matching sweater cousin shot of like all of us, like like two pairs of siblings all together. We're all wearing red and green sweaters at JCPenney. That was the Christmas card that year. Yeah, that exists for sure. <laughs> I somehow luckily came out of my childhood never going to glamour shots, although like mm-hmm. I desperately wanted to go, like my friends oh, really? would go. And so like I'm just lucky that somehow it was like I didn't push it hard enough. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> now there's no evidence. <laughs> yeah. You right. you are a lucky one. <laughs> I mean, mine are like deep and stored somewhere. I don't have any like in a in like in, in my hometown, not even in Houston. So <laughs> I don't even have access to those. Um, but then like when we keep looking at pictures, uh, Jose's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, basketball, what year was that? Uh, oh, I had earrings then. And she's like, oh, you had earrings. And he's like, yeah, I actually pierced my own ears in fourth grade <laughs> with a needle. <laughs> what? Don't you have Claire's down there? <laughs> right, we do. I did pierce my own ear in middle school. 
However, I do think there's a difference between a 10 year old in fourth grade and like a 14 year old eighth grader. Like, I feel like those are different, but I will say me and him do have something in common. I mean, after watching Parent Trap, I always thought it was possible. You know, you just put the lemon behind your ear. You go for it. Like I asked my twin to do it. If I had a twin. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how I did it. You know how like a like the first time you're uh, you get like a starter piercing, it's it's more pokey mm-hmm. than a regular one. One of my friends had just a pokey earring around, oh, and I just no. kind of poked it through my ear. Oh no! I don't know why. There's not a good reason for like many things that 14 year olds do. I feel like yeah. So I wish I had a better reason to have done it, but I don't know. I wish Jose gave us his reason. Right. He probably just wanted to look a little cool. I mean, he uh, did. The basketball picture looked great. Yeah, very, very stylish. Um, <laughs> he did say that, like, they ate rice and beans every day. And he was thinking, like, that was a sign of them not being well off. Whereas Rachel's like, oh, I eat rice and beans every day, too. But I thought we were just being Hispanic. <laughs> so that was funny that they have very different perceptions, which what this is what she also calls out is that. He was explaining everything like I didn't have much, you know, we, you know, we, we weren't doing too well. And she's like, you had a house, (laughs) you know, she's, she's like, I'm really concerned that he's thinking he did not have much Mm -hmm. growing up when he had a whole house. It's like, what is he comparing that to? Because my eyes, you were doing well enough for y'all to have a house that you built from the ground up. Mm -hmm. Which I was like, that's a very fair. It's. It's kind of like um, Gil and Mirla, like a little bit of a parallel there where it's like mm-hmm. different perspectives. Like she's thinking, OK, he's kind of looking down on this. And to me, right. it's like I'm treasuring this. Yeah, exactly. And I think it is a fair perspective. And I'm hoping that um, that when she has those kinds of like thoughts that come up that she doesn't just like do a confessional that she'll like. <laughs> go to him and be like hey you said this and I've been thinking about it and I wonder what you mean by that like because here's what I think about it and you know like I hope that with those because that's so natural right like in relationships that there's going to be stuff that like you know you have a different background and so you see things a little bit differently or you have different goals and so like your perspective on it is a little bit different and so like I hope that that would bring them together that she would be able to be like hey this is kind of bothering me this comment you made like I just wanted to hear what you meant because I, mm-hmm. I'm sure you meant something, something normal and whatever. But like, I just wanted to get on the same page with you because I feel like that's how you're going to make a deeper connection instead yeah. of like silently just, you know, doing what Johnny does. And it's just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm afraid it might just be the confessionals. Um, Come on. I know. I feel like sometimes she is a little hesitant to say certain things, especially because. They had their one big fight of the season where he locked her out after she called him by another man's name, <gasps> which, which was actually Johnny. She called him Johnny. What? Yeah. And so he Why? like just in, in passing, passing, like not, in, in not pa- having yeah. sex or anything. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> An That's... accident. Okay. Yeah. He like. But he locked a... her out. Yes, they had this fight. He's like, get out, get out, and she like. Apparently it was like outside talking to like the producer or something. And then he locked the door, like deadbolted the lock. Um, That's awful. Yeah. And so it's been this thing throughout the season that we never knew where she 
quit. Like he even said, like, I don't even know where she was last night. And then they've just been living life. He never, I guess, asked maybe. But we, you know, they do get a Dr. Pepper visit. And then we find out after or like they did, like, you know, the spy shot. We find out that she went to her ex's house to stay the night. He came and picked her up. I definitely thought. What, what did you guess, Rachel, on that uh, that poll, Amy? Well, I thought, okay, it could be Rachel because it. Why are they asking this? Like I was, you know, reading yes. into like the trick question. Like, okay, it would make most sense that it's Ryan or Johnny, and then okay, I could see Michaela. So yeah, just by that process. But no, I wouldn't have otherwise. Like, would if I didn't see that question, it would have totally caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. But I, I now thinking back, we never saw like she talked about calling a friend and like we never saw like what happened or her really mm-hmm. clarifying where she went or how she like who she stayed with. I thought maybe like she went or just a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did not expect the reaction that we got from him being so calm and choosing to believe her um, and choosing to trust her. Did she say nothing happened that night? Did she? Did, yeah, I that's how I think exactly. She didn't even really, I'm like, did they go into like... Like, I didn't hear her say, happened? and nothing happened. Yeah. I, heard her say, I was waiting to hear that. Yeah, I heard her say, like, and I'm concerned because he might think once a cheater, always a cheater. So I'm like, okay, so is that confirming that there's cheating going on again? Because when she was locked out, and we saw afterwards, too, like, she was like, I think rightfully so, but she was like, this is we're done because it wasn't he didn't just lock her out like he was telling her like like swearing at her and just like yeah talking down to her and so and it was like fully unintentional like she called him by the wrong name on accident yeah on accident yep and he had that kind of a reaction Mm -hmm. yes it was like red flag huge red flag like Mm -hmm. where did that even come from what deeper issue is there that you're gonna blow up to that extreme Mm -hmm. for her accidentally calling you the wrong name i call everyone the wrong name all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> i've called my husband by our dog's name on accident because i'm just like i'm thinking about so many things and then i'm just saying words and i don't know what I'm, i don't know and so i just cannot imagine that level of a deep i can i can it, it would still be wrong to react like that if it was an intentional like blow you know mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i would understand more severe of a reaction for someone like trying to hurt you and you're like no yeah. get out but if that wasn't even her trying to hurt him that's that's so extreme mm-hmm. yeah exactly <laughs> so it, it that was kind of that i i was glad that we finally found that out because I was like that's such a mystery why I mean and they barely have any content for Rachel and Jose for these past few episodes uh, so I was like there's got to be something coming um, but well, during their yeah go ahead oh no sorry I, I think you were about to talk about what I had a question about which is yes. when you're talking about the Dr. Pepper yes. down yes okay. yes yes so, you so they <laughs> they sit down with Dr. Pepper and she sees their reminders on the 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 fridge about like listening and um you know let it not being controlling and Dr Pepper's like well that, that was all for Jose so Rachel you don't have anything up there and she's like well I didn't do anything wrong <laughs> I thought that was funny <laughs> um and she said like basically she's just found out what happens when he doesn't get space because now 
you know, she'll give him space and then later he'll bring up like, hey, I didn't like that you did this. She feels like they found a good balance with how to handle like things that he doesn't like. Um, She just didn't want to feel any rejection by not addressing things right away. Um, And Dr. Pepper calls out how he did initially request a modern woman and he forgot that he he is a traditional guy. (laughs) So he's had to adjust to that. And um, Dr. Pepper asked if they've shared everything they need to share. And it's kind of when Rachel's thinking like, oh, goodness, I need to go ahead and share that I stayed with my ex. And um, yeah, that was pretty much I mean, I felt like they touched on things, but there was no walk away lesson learned from Dr. Pepper. (laughs) I, I was confused whenever she was like, I need to give him space. I understand now that like he just needs time and space. And like now that I hear that story, like, does that mean that she's just like, okay, just like lock me out whenever you need to. (laughs) Right. And like, I'll, I'll just understand that this is me giving you space. Like there's, there's a healthy amount of space and then there's like an unhealthy level of like, shutting you out actually and locking the door. You know what I mean? Like I think that they've come to a healthy place with the space instead of a unhealthy screaming locked door and everything. Right. Cause it's like in that situation, they were at the, they were somewhere else in the apartment complex. She called him by the name. They came back. And then that's when they were yelling at each other. And he was yelling at her mainly. I'm like, in that situation, does she mean just like let him cool off? Don't talk to him about it that night or address it the next day. Just go to sleep and act like nothing happened. Or like, I don't understand how that situation would have played out differently by giving him space. Yeah, that's really confusing. Yeah, I'm just I'm confused about them in terms of their success like if because I feel like they haven't fully addressed the like the reason like the reason that that big up blow up happened in the first place they've just done a great job of avoiding getting back there um and he's done a great job of not doing that again but it's like is he just biting his tongue is he not having a natural reaction to things yeah like you will get to that place again like, right. <laughs> I'm sorry to break it to them, but this part of your relationship will be the easiest because there are so much fewer things going on with like all of the details of life that you're trying to juggle all at the same time. Like right now should be a time in like the honeymoon phase, like, like essentially, mm-hmm. like I don't I don't know why you would delude yourself into thinking that that kind of behavior is like one first of all a one-time thing and then second of all that that like the triggers that made that happen won't come up again like there will be other things that make you feel that bad again and you need to figure out a better way to handle it Mm -hmm. yeah like he has his guard up he said that so i'm like where do y'all go from here (laughs) like you clearly don't fully trust her right (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. They they leave me. They always leave me wanting more because I just feel like I don't know them that well. Um, Maybe I just it was like a Ross and Rachel. Side. You were on a break situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Did I mean that? I mean that was all the content we got from them. Anything else? Uh, do you want to add, Amy? 
Yeah, I don't think so. It's like they leave us wanting. I mean, even neither one, like, when is the last time either one of them was on Unfiltered to, to provide some context? <laughs> I don't know. He did say his dad cheated on his mom and that that yes. is a big deal to him. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like it would be to everybody, but he does have that um, that history. Right. True. So he doesn't initially trust or he doesn't trust easy, basically. And yeah. so he for in, in his eyes, he's had a little bit of red flags because she did admit on the honeymoon that she has cheated before. So he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. OK, so that's what she was referring to when she said once a cheater, always a cheater. I'm worried he'll think mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she just <laughs> knew. I mean, no, I mean, it still was wrong to call the ex-boyfriend like you should have called somebody else probably mm-hmm. um but i mean i don't definitely. think that that means that <laughs> something else had to have happened i don't think it's like guaranteed that they slept together right do y'all right. think so i don't think so i no, I but it's weird that she didn't say yeah. one or the other right i'm like true this <laughs> I would hope that they didn't edit out her confirming that nothing happened. Right. I mean, they were on our screen for what, five minutes? At least they could have done is add that. Yeah, I would have appreciated that. Right, right. Um, so in terms of like, will they decide to stay married on decision day? Where would you rate them, Amy? Um, yeah, I think I'm still, let's see. I think I'm still out of five for them because we did see a preview for this one, like the next week on for this episode where she was saying, I'm going to say something I'm going to regret again. It was like her mm-hmm. quoting Jose. Like they always do a misdirect for them. Yeah. So I just think um, they're really committed to it. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. I think, I think, I think that, he this is where I come. I think that no matter what, he's saying yes on decision day. I think it's her that gives me some pause to think maybe she may not if there's anything that she comes to if she has any re- realizations within this next week. Um, but for now, I'll go five. What about you, Kelsey? Um, based off of what I got in this episode, um, I'm, I feel like I, I can only do a three just because I it, like straight down the middle for me, because I don't feel yeah. like I've got enough to really see one way or the other. It seems like there's been some major problems and red flags and like problematic behavior that could like be an issue if they decide that that is an issue and mm-hmm. worth not moving forward with. But it also seems like, I mean, compared to some of the other couples, they seem like they are willing to at least have conversations about it and Mm -hmm. have like have something on the board to work on so yeah I don't know I I feel like for me based off this episode I could see it going either way gotcha yeah that totally makes sense so good luck with Rachel and Jose I mean I just hope that I hope they get I hope they learn what they need to learn about each other before making the decision without thinking, oh, things are great. We should stay married. It's That's definitely what we should do. <laughs> so, last but not least, we have none other than Brett and Ryan. <laughs> These two. Well, mainly just Ryan. 
but Brett and Ryan are just, I just couldn't, my, I don't know. I was just, I couldn't with them. Um, so they, he takes her to his family's property. They go four wheeling around. Um, she said when he's in its element, he's a lot open, more open and enjoyable. They fish. Um, and they, she reads a letter to her younger self. Um, she tells her younger self that she's happy. She may feel unworthy in her quest for love, but don't let boys make you sad because the right one will make you smile a lot. And so that was a little awkward because it felt like she's talking to like, you know, when she meets the right guy eventually, because there's no way it's Ryan. Um, and then she does make mention of Baxter um, that's saying like, you know, you, that puppy you always wanted, you know, he'll be worth the wait. Um, because Kelsey, her her dog, Baxter, who um, she had had, I think it was somewhere between 10, 10 to 12 years, passed away a few episodes ago. Aww. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So the rest of the couples did a great job of like, commem- uh, is it commemorating? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, Baxter and um, acknowledging his life. Uh, Ryan, on the other hand, I, he just didn't show much compassion. Um, I think he didn't know how to handle it, especially with the fact that he he too is like Johnny, where he is not attracted to Brett. So therefore, he's having a very difficult time connecting. Um, he wrote a letter so to that's his, young- his issue. He's not yes. attracted to her. But yes. it's, it's okay. weird too. Like if you go back and watch their wedding and see early on, like he was attracted to her. He just he the only thing he fixated on was like, oh, I didn't, I never expected a redhead. But he was attracted to her. Yeah. They were both attracted to each other. They just weren't typical each other's type. But then I think it became personality thing that made him lose the attraction when she's very anxious. We haven't really seen it too much, but. I guess she had Mm -hmm. an anxious episode on the plane rides and she's um, untidy. So he had an issue with that as well, but he never brought any of these things up to her. Um, Right. That's unfair Mm -hmm. to have like problems that you're not willing to at least be like, Hey, I'm noticing some things that Mm -hmm. we might disagree on. Right. Exactly. Because I did notice that about them. He seems so quiet. Like he just doesn't mm-hmm. seem willing to like give her anything, any right. conversation. Like I feel like he barely looked at her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's he it. does not. Yeah, he does not make eye contact with her whatsoever. He's the one that um, we we're just like, why is this guy cast? <laughs> yeah. Bad. He's not fun TV. No. Yeah. It, yeah at all he's um, only fun tv this episode like inadvertently he didn't mean to like, yes be caught <laughs> yeah. yeah gosh so he wrote a letter to his younger self um and he's just said like you know the main thing is you'll be inconsolably hurt in 2019 because his best friend passed away in a, a freak accident at work and oh. he did he did explain an unfair filtered that like he cried the whole time while writing that and it was very like it was therapeutic because he was able to explain how he felt um and i guess he hasn't processed that fully since it happened um so that's one thing good thing that came out of it for him yeah um, while writing this letter but the way he ended the letter this is what i always get so upset about with this Mm -hmm. exercise like there's always the guys that phone it in and usually it causes like a big rift with the yeah. the wife where it'd be like they'll put some all this emotional 
even if it's like a happy couple, like remember um, Bennett and Amelia and Amelia yeah. wrote like all this like cute stuff towards Bennett and they were in a good <laughs> right. spot. But then his letter was just like, don't give away that Pokemon card. Like he just made a yeah. joke about it. Like 10 year old self, like make sure you hang on to this. It'll be very valuable in the future. And then it's like, oh, you. and he like ended his letter like, and you get married at first sight. Bye. It, you know, it, like he didn't yeah. want to say anything about Brett anything about what he's learned through that process so like right. he could have like worked through these other things in therapy earlier on or something you know right you shouldn't have to go and marry at first sight to like contend with that yeah it's very clear like he is past the point of trying to even be even make it appear yeah that he is trying to make it work <laughs> he's only doing it for dr pepper and nobody else yeah <laughs> Because she scares him. <laughs> His words, not mine. <laughs> um, so they're at her apartment because this is a continuation. Like he showed her his family home. Now she's going to show, take her, take him to her apartment to show him her baby pictures. She has it already. It's already in a Ziploc bag, ready to go to show him. And he's like, all right, so let's, let's see it. He's like, he brings his dog. He's like, okay, Maisie, come over here. Let's, let's get ready. And she's like, actually, I actually don't feel like going down this, doing this. I got a text <laughs> 10 minutes ago, actually. I love that, how she handled this. <laughs> yes. Yes. She did a great job with it. Yes. I got a text 10 minutes ago that you were on a dating app and you match with someone I know. And I feel like he was so caught off guard that the only way he could go about this was admitting it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. I'm glad he didn't deny it. Yeah, don't lie. But he admits it. And he's like, okay, I downloaded it today, but it's not active right now. Like, I could show you. I didn't have any conversations. She's like, you couldn't wait a, ma- a week, man. A week. Seven yeah. days. You couldn't wait. Seriously. And he's just like, look, he's like, I can show you. I didn't I didn't talk to anyone. I'm I'm sorry that it came up this way. Uh, she's like, but that, it that's matter. not helpful. You, <laughs> yeah. you downloaded it. You downloaded it for a reason. Yeah. He's like, all right, well, I will get out of here. <laughs> he's trying to get what? off on a technicality, like, and he even said, like, I didn't mean for it to, I didn't have the intention of it showing as active. Yes. Until this week, you know, like until after decision day. So he's already, like, clearly putting it out there what his decision is. You know. Hi. And he like he so he goes outside, shows the producer. He's like, look, and they're like, she's like, well, show her. Yeah, <laughs> so he, he exactly he leaves and texts her. They they show his text on the screen. I I took a picture. He said, "You're welcome to do whatever you deem best for you." Honestly, I promise you that I didn't download it with the intention of being shown as active until after right. decision day, and still have no idea why it was showing as active. I never meant to put you in that position. <laughs> what? Like totally, like he doesn't, he doesn't get it. No. It's just like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry it got out there and that you had to find out. I'm I'm not not sorry for downloading it. (laughs) I'm not sorry for trying to start dating when we're not not even divorced yet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? Oh, gosh. Kelsey, what'd you think of this? 
I'm just shaking my head the whole time. I just, I, I don't understand his thought process. I don't understand why you got on the show. Like why, why you signed up for this. If you're just doing that, like you're just going to get on the dating app during filming, like, like put aside Brett, put aside your wife that you're not even like interested in, like all of that aside, like you signed up up for this experience like the fact that he's already on this dating app is dumb like I, I just don't I don't get it and I and the fact that he also just doesn't understand like like why are you apologizing for the wrong thing like, like why are you wasting yes. your breath like if like what a fake apology like he knows that's the wrong thing like he's not mm-hmm. stupid like he just wants to not look like a bad guy on tv but it's like if you don't want to look like a bad guy on tv maybe don't download a dating app when you're still married exactly mm-hmm. this is what i so on 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 unfiltered he said it was only active for four minutes this is what i imagine that what happened yes, well okay tell us. i'll tell yeah. us <laughs> and he also said that um he because jamie was calling him out on it jamie mm-hmm. otis she was like well why would you download it? you're still married y'all just had a great day talking about your child and he was like okay i after the retreat i was so checked out he said i downloaded after retreat but then i didn't intend for it to be active <laughs> so this is what i imagine happened he's checked out after the retreat right mm-hmm. he's like okay this is going to be over let me go ahead let's say it's hinge let me go ahead and download hinge but okay let me let me swipe a little bit okay oh well wait well, they want to okay. get you right I'm away right it. like they want to like show you here's your matches right away right remember, right, right. So you, so, so as he's doing, he's like, okay, wait, 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 I'm still married. Let me not. And then makes his profile inactive. But at this point, you've been live for a second and I, the algorithm probably shows people that, you know, you've already swiped on or, or uh, selected like the check mark for. So of course they're probably going to see you. Um, and so still the technicality doesn't matter. He downloaded the app because he is already done. So it's just like, it's just, and I like, like you said, Amy, I loved Brett's reaction to this. Cause she was like, she wasn't hurt. She was just like, just have the decency to wait. That's all. We both know what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. We both know this isn't going to work out. Just wait. Why, why, why would you even do this? Right. <laughs> and the visual of watching her basically just call him out on being a bad husband yeah. and as she's holding on to her memories and her personal information, like yes. physically holding them against her chest, not revealing or exposing any part of that, keeping her like information protected from him. I feel like was such a crazy visual to watch. Just like you cannot get close to me anymore because mm-hmm. of what you have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I just, I mean, I felt for, I mean, it, I, I, can, I can say I felt for Brett, but she wasn't hurt. She's just like annoyed at this point. But it's just it's like, come on. Well, I do feel for her in the way that like she came on here hoping for a relationship of someone who's like actually going to put in the work to to try and make it happen. And and I don't know her. I mean, this is I don't know much about their relationship up to mm-hmm. this point, but it seems like he's the one not trying. And so I feel for her in that way that it's like, yes. it sucks that you put yourself out there. You had the intention of a successful relationship and the person you're paired up with doesn't have that same motivation that you do. 
Yeah, that's that's exactly the case. He is the one not trying. If it were up to her, they would have at least gotten to know each other. But they because they haven't gotten to know each other, we have not gotten to know Brett. I feel like if someone were to come up to me and say, hey, for the next five minutes, tell me what you know about Brett. I would only make it through about 30 seconds because we don't know much about her. And we've been podcasting about her for 15 episodes. And still, it's just been this like, looming dread over their relationship because it's the the whole the main character is ryan's disinterest yeah we only know like what she isn't like she yeah is she doesn't like country stuff you know she doesn't like Mm -hmm. country music she doesn't like um hunting and his activities yeah and then when we see them do things it's things that he likes to do and she's Mm -hmm. doing it like to help him and she notices like she'll say that like he's like really great to be around when we're in his element and it's always like around him and he's the most boring person so (laughs) there was actually something in his letter that stood out to me where he's like his advice himself he's like unapologetically be yourself and I wanted to be like no please apologize Ryan (laughs) you're not enjoying you (laughs) make improvements to yourself I would I would like a personal apology actually. Yes. yes. <laughs> My DMs are open. <laughs> yeah. So man, this was interesting. And I I mean, I thought I was hoping he'd pro- provide a little bit more clarity on Unfiltered about his reasoning. But I mean, even I mean, because I because I've been around like on dating apps, right? Even getting out of a relationship, I'm not on a dating app even a week after. Like that's still the end of a relationship. You've still been in a relationship now for two week, two months. He's like, first of all, you have to get a divorce. You're already on a d- dating app. Like, how's that conversation going to go? You get a first date, and then you're like, yeah, last week I ended this marriage uh, with this woman. <laughs> And this is also public. Like, how are you not every day realizing the weight of the thing you signed up to do when there's cameras in your face? There's someone putting a microphone on your shirt. Like, that should all be reminders for the, like, how much public attention you're getting. And to get on a public app just is dumb. Yeah. Does not make sense at all. So, um, (laughs) so are we, are we straight ones for them? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) it's like i'm thinking of four no no chance (laughs) right literally no chance i mean they would have been better off deciding after the honeymoon we're not going to do this and then we could have spent a little bit more time um on the other four couples (laughs) yeah So. so yeah i mean was it last season that they uh so amy last season with Paige? when did we see her go on a date was it still during the season um, because they 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 like showed well, her going they on a date. Keep her like they had to split up, right? So mm-hmm. and they're still following her, right? Yeah, like, like they've done it before. Like they just focus on one person. Yeah, I don't even know. I feel like we saw her go on a date. And we didn't like know it was how it was going. Remember the reunion? After, yeah, I think it was something like that. Yeah, but anyways, uh, they've been a one since uh, episode eleven. So about uh, five episodes now, consistent ones. Okay, so there was a minute where there was a chance for them. Uh, a two. <laughs> we we rated them a three. Three is the highest we've ever gone with them. Okay, so they've never been a serious, 
serious no. situation. Yeah. Never been a contender. Neutral state at best. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. That has to be a that's a low because I every other couple has gotten a five at least once. Yeah, yeah. Man, what a big time commitment too. Like you're putting so much of your life like into this. It stinks mm-hmm. that it got to that point with them. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so next week seems like it's going to be kind of the build up to decision day. I don't know if they're going to try to end it on episode, like if the finale will be episode 17 or 18. I remember last season, Amy, we had no idea. We were just kind of like winging it, seeing mm-hmm. what happened. So, um, so yeah, good episode. Um, anything else you want to add about these five couples, Kelsey? Uh, no, I just really enjoyed um, it. This whole episode was just a reminder of why the show is so fun. Like I, yeah. even though there were so many frustrating points, like that's that's almost part of the point too. The, to be able to like have this inside look into all these people's relationships, like we don't usually get to see this part of other people's lives. So it was fun to watch all of that and to see um, where they're all at and see them so close to the end. Um, so I really, really enjoyed watching everyone. Nice. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you all so much for having me. Yes. And it, um, it's always so nice catching up. We, we have we have to get together in person, Kelsey. It's <laughs> been too long. It has been well, too long. And you have to go to I these know. places yes. that we see on the show. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I wish there was some more Houston content in this episode to be able to comment right. on like specifics like, oh, the zoo. I was there yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it. it uh, I think so. You know, we went to the. For those that don't know, they shown we that went railroad to our, park. I bet you've gone there with your kids, right? <laughs> Have they shown? Yeah, like, the one park? right by the zoo, the Herman Park. Yeah, road, but they'll, the they train. didn't go there. But they'll just like that's like an interstitial. Oh, like the over the shot. Yeah. Like between. Oh, yeah. That yeah. that's iconic. <laughs> that's a big <laughs> one. Yes. Yeah, they. I'm trying to think. Um, there was one restaurant they showed a few episodes ago that I, um, that Zach and Kayla went to that I, I'm going to have to go through my notes and just make a list. Um, so I can, I can revisit these places off season podcast, give some reviews. (laughs) So fun that they're here. Yeah. They had, uh, baby goats. One episode. Definitely got to go check those out. Cute. (laughs) Um, but yeah. Did they sneeze? That is a great question. We didn't see any on camera. Well, that would be cute. Yeah. <laughs> Adorable. Um, but yeah, for those that don't know, Kelsey and I went to the live know-it-alls back in 2017. I believe yeah. it was. Um, yeah. Which season? In Austin. Was, yeah, in, in Austin. So th- that was a fun time. That was when we met Rob for the first time in, in person. Yes. Big yeah. night, big night. Right. Got pictures with him, Stephen Fishback. Um, All the greats. Yeah. Um, but yes, Kelsey, where can people find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter at KRazmondi. And uh, Asia said in the beginning, I was recently on the wrestling rehab up. So I'm over there too. But other than that, you can find me in Katy, Texas. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but it's, it's, not, it's Houston. Not it's a suburb. <laughs> not Pearland like Jose. But I feel like Katie. there was an American Idol contestant from there. I recognize the name. Was that where Kelly Clarkson is from? Or is it like a lesser Oh, uh, no, that's Burleson. Okay. Mm. Yes, that one's yeah, closer that's to Fort Dallas. Worth. Yeah, Maybe. Dallas Fort Worth. Okay, it was probably like 
some unknown person like Kimberly Caldwell or somewhere. Ooh, yeah, I feel like you're right. Somewhere. I bet. I bet. This is the kind of information that I'll be like almost asleep and be like, oh, oh it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, I'm like, why do I have that in my head? It's something reality TV. <laughs> it's yeah. De- it's definitely good to know though. Cause I always like to be aware of which celebrities I could run into. So <laughs> I, I like to keep a running list of people, famous people that are, are in my general vicinity. Right. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you so much for coming on Kelsey. Um, and then Amy, what's going on in the uh, Bachelor world? Yeah, so um, you can also find me on the Bachelorette, and it's sometimes the Bachelor wrap up. We alternate back and forth, or Bachelor in Paradise. But um, I podcast with Haley Strong about uh, all things Bachelor Nation. We recap each episode, and it's a lot of fun. So I would love to have people check that out. There's, um, I believe it's Rob has a podcast dot com slash bachelor feed is where you can get the dedicated feed but if you're already finding this podcast in the reality tv wrap-ups feed just check out scroll through and you should see um the bachelorette wrap-up and we're two episodes in and asia you are competing against Haley knight in the draft you joined us for a podcast Yes, I uh, I've really been enjoying this season. I, I really enjoyed getting to know the guys mm-hmm. to prepare for the draft before because I feel like I'm a little bit further along um, than I would be normally uh, with just knowing who's there. <laughs> there, I will say there was somebody on this week's episode that I said, "Is that production or is, <laughs> is he one of the contestants?" I had no idea who he was. Right. Um, but this season has been really good. It is not lacking any drama. So um, love that. And uh, yeah, it's it's always fun listening to y'all talk about it. I just can't believe that, you know, there have been so many back-to-back seasons and you're still going. Exactly. <laughs> it's a marathon. I know. I know. I saw some internet rumor that there's like another bachelor season that's going to come right after the other one. And I just yes. I can't, I can't, even, I can't even. I couldn't even click on it to see. Right. Like I don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> you need to breathe at this point. But yeah, every week I look forward to hearing what you and Haley have to say. Um, whether it's Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, but yeah, right now Bachelorette, and um, yeah, definitely. I can't wait to listen to this week's episode because yeah. Jamie, what <laughs> I know. And this week we have um Rourke from Survivor joining us as a guest. Nice. So stay tuned for that. That's awesome. Um, and then everybody, you can find me on Twitter at Asia like Asia. So A-Y-S-H-A like A-S-I-A. Um, I did join Mike Bloom and Liana over on the Survivor B&B this weekend, uh, this past weekend. It was so much fun. I really enjoyed it. I, I always have fun listening. But and then I, I just I was like, uh, I was kind of nervous leading up to it just because <laughs> I had never been on the B&B yeah. before. Um, but it was so much fun. And, and I had a good time. So definitely go check that out. Um, it's also along with our podcast. It's also on the reality TV wrap up speed. Um, and we had a really good um, time playing some games. One of them was uh, which Liana had this Instagram caption. So it was the Liana on Survivor or the RHAP Liana, Liana Boris. Um, so that was really fun. I, I beat Mike with that. So I beat her own co-host <laughs> in a game about knowing knowing her. So that was fun. Um, and then, yeah, every week talking about married at first sight. So, um, oh, this weekend I'll also be joining, uh, 
the crew playing some Among Us. So definitely check that out. We're um, Puya and everyone else who streams will be streaming around uh, 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern um, on Sunday. So looking forward to that. Have some fun this weekend. Um, but thank you, everybody, for listening. This was a fun one. One. So glad to have my friend Kelsey on. Um, and you can catch us next week talking about the next uh, next episode. Um, so we will see you next week. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.